morning, good morning, beloved. Oh my goodness. So exciting, so exciting. I'm so glad to see you here. I'm so glad to have you here. My name is Sakira Baez and I am the Warfare Strategist. Oh, today we are going to talk about witnessing with the love of God, seizing kingdom opportunities. I actually just recorded this <laughs> and don't you know, like, I recorded it. I was coming to the tail end. All of a sudden, I looked at my phone to see how long I had been carrying on. And oh my Jesus, help me. <laughs> it did not record but 20 seconds of what I said. So, here we go again, right? <laughs> I have been well seasoned for this, for such a time as this, to talk to you about this. Amen. So today we're going to talk about witnessing with the love of God and seizing kingdom opportunities. This is number episode number 33, and I am so excited to be here on this day. Amen, amen. We are going to be exploring strategies for witnessing with the love of God and seizing kingdom opportunities. We are going to hear some exciting scriptures and and go ahead and just dump, jump sorry jump right in understanding the foundation so in first corinthians 13 1 through 3 it says if i speak in the tongues of men and and of angels but have not love i am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal and if i have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Derek Prince said, love is the greatest force in the universe. Are you letting love be the greatest force in your universe today? Sometimes as mothers, sometimes as wives, sometimes as just co-heirs in the kingdom of God, we allow ourselves to get caught up in situations and relationships that make us feel some kind of way. And with children, they are constantly pulling on us. And although there are some really epic moments of feeling love and giving love, there are also some moments where I call it being touched out. <laughs> like you are just overstimulated from all the being pulled in so many different directions. And it's at those moments where we have to lean not on our own understanding, but lean into the presence of the Father. I said, God, help me to, to have healthy boundaries, but also to love these blessings that you have put in my life that are my children. Amen. These people that you have put in my life that are blessings. Amen. And Father God, thank you for allowing me to be a witness that I can be motivated by your love. And when I am not motivated by your love, help me to take a look at where that hook is that is keeping me from moving forward into the fullness that you have for me and for this person that I feel some kind of way about. And so it's really important that in order for us to be an effective witness that we have a foundation of love. And if we don't have a foundation of love, maybe we have gotten caught up in some type of offense. Maybe there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, 
a root of offense or maybe offense is in the ground, so to speak. And you have to, you have to recalibrate the soils of your heart and figure out where that, where that offense came from, that hurt came from. Maybe you don't even know. Maybe it's a generational trauma. Amen. And so, or something that somebody has passed on to you or projected on you and you feel some kind of way and you don't even know where it's coming from. I would love for you to reach out if this, if this is you and you're having a hard time wrapping your mind around how to I recalibrate the foundation of my heart? How do I get to that, to, to love being the foundation of what I do on a daily basis? And I'm sure Coach Corey and Coach Janine would say the same thing. And we would love for you to, to get inside and connect with us through the Facebook group, Motherhood Mess Unfiltered, and reach out to us and, and have that conversation so that we can get your love glasses put back on, right? So that you can view things through the eyes of love, even against the people that would try to hold you to a standard that maybe wasn't so loving, Right? Because we are a witness to everyone that comes around us. And in Colossians 4, 5 through 6, we talk, the next thing we're going to talk about is kingdom opportunities in everyday life. Colossians 4, 5 through 6 says, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of time. Let your speech be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Amen. Because sometimes people say things and we get caught up in arguments. Arguments are useless. They are pointless. Like if you know what you know, be okay with knowing what you know and walking in your truth. You're not here to convince people. You're here to testify. Amen. You're here to be a witness to the goodness of God. When you have to use words, but your actions should speak louder than your words. Smith Wigglesworth says it like this. Great faith is the product of great fights. Great testimonies are the outcome of great tests. Great triumphs can only come out of great trials. So have you been through a trial? Is there a trial that's currently going on? You are getting ready to walk in such wisdom that even outsiders will acknowledge the goodness of God in your life. Like everybody wants a resurrection story until it's time for the resurrection, right? Because right before the resurrection, there has to be a death, right? So getting to that, make the best use of your time. Don't come into agreement with the enemy. Come into agreement with what God says. So that you'll know how to answer people. So that when somebody says, well, this is the situation. This is the outcome. This is what's going on. You can say, but the Lord says. Right? You call those word curses down. You say, those fall dead at my feet. They have no power over my present or over my future in the name of Jesus. Because I'm not trying to hear anything that is not through the lens of love. Amen. And that doesn't mean that love doesn't come at you. Remember, iron sharpens iron. And love corrects. Right? It corrects. It's not toxic. And you should love correction. The book of Proverbs says you should love correction. Amen. And so in order to make you an effective witness, 
You have to, and your witness to be outstanding. You have to speak with love to people. You have to bring that seasoning, right? Because salt, have you ever had a meal that wasn't seasoned yet? It's kind of bland. It doesn't really have a whole lot of flavor, right? But you throw a little salt on there, a little seasoning in there, and all of a sudden, that meal is a meal, right? And steak and potatoes don't taste the same without no salt, right? <laughs> so you be that person that people go, oh, this girl... This woman of God right here, she she's going to be the salt. She's going to be the extra seasoning. She's going to be the sauce, right? Because why? Because you, you bring the truth. You bring love. And you're a witness to the goodness of God. You help shift people's perspective, their lenses on things. Amen? Next, we're going to talk about strategies for effective witnessing. You can turn to Matthew 10, verse 16. It says, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as a serpent and innocent as a dove. Make sure, beloved, that you are remaining harmless as doves. Like, let the word of the Lord work for you. Amen? I tell that to my children all the time. I'm like, if, you, if your sister hits you, and you hit her back. Well, you just already sought the, your own form of justice. I cannot justify your actions. I cannot help you. And I feel like that is that a lot of times we seek out, like this person said this to me, and then we lash out, right? We don't, we don't let our words be seasoned with salt. We are not gracious. We feel like we go rather than, we'd rather be right than righteous, okay? And when we walk in, in the rightness, right? We're not always walking in love. And we're not always walking in truth. Because the Bible says that only God knows the heart of man. So we're seeking out our own form of justice. So therefore, we're not being harmless as doves. But it also said, it says he's sending us out amidst the wolves. Like people are looking to devour you. The enemy is looking to devour you. And it's not even people per se, unless they are partnering with the enemy. But... As the enemy who's seeking you out. And sometimes he has a foothold in the person who's who's talking to you. And sometimes God gives you the perspective and the lens to know that how how the enemy got in to that person. And so looking at that person through the lens of love, a lot of times what God does with me is he shifts my mindset so that I can see the person as a child. I can see the person as a child because most of our traumas come from our childhood. Amen. Most of our traumas that, that, that helped the basis, the foundation of who we are came from our childhood. So if you can see where the, where, where the rift happened in that person's soul, where that tear, where that harm came to them, then you, then you can speak to the person as a child. And say, you know what, I see why you're coming at me the way that you're coming at me right now. And it's because you're hurt. You see what I'm saying? So it's like all of a sudden your lens shifts from judgment to compassion. Because mercy triumphs judgment, right? And so when you can learn to look at that person through that love lens and, and witness what happened in the spirit to them. And ask for the father's perspective and invite him into that moment where the enemy would want to Get you twisted up in their words, right? 
and cause you to be a witness to their affliction and add to the problem rather than being the resolution and the solution. Amen. And so God, though, wants us to be solution oriented. He put us here as solutions to people's problems. Amen. So that's sometimes when we're walking through some things, that's what happens. Is, is we gain authority in certain areas and then we're able to provide the key. We're able to be the witness. We're able to take a stand. Amen. And we come in with the right solutions to the problems. But had we not walked that through that way and gotten the perspective of the father on the situation, then we would continue to drive home the itinerary or the plans or the strategies of the enemy rather than the solutions of God and end up creating more problems. So we want to inject the love of God. John 13, 34 through 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Such as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Not if you preach, not if you teach, not if you have the tongues of angels, not if you go around serving the homeless, you know, all of those things. Not if you get and you have a platform where you have a hundred listeners. That's not how that works. People will know you by your love. They will know you by the words that, by, by your actions. Let your actions speak louder than your words. Let them be a witness of what you do. Of how you love people. Are you willing to go out on a limb. To serve someone. To bring them the love of God. And maybe be inconvenienced. In your day. Right. Or to notice. Maybe it's the cashier at the grocery store. To notice that there's a heaviness on her. And say hey girl. I got you. I'm praying for you. Like it doesn't have to be. Long and drawn out. Just a moment where you say, hey, I see you. Because you don't want to get, get them in trouble. But you also want them to know that they are loved. You know, maybe it's the person behind you at the store. And you notice there's a heaviness to them. And so you're witnessing their heaviness. And you speak love into their atmosphere. We have to get out of ourselves. And be just like Jesus who was motivated by compassion of the people. Lord Jesus, help us to be motivated by compassion for the people. Amen. So, Smith Wigglesworth said, God will never tell you to do something without making a way for you to do it. There is a transformative power of God's love in witnessing. Just do something. Do something. Do something that shows that you have witnessed that God is good and faithful. People need a reason. They need to see the joy of the Lord in you. They need to see the peace of God in you. They need to witness a miracle. Will you be a carrier of God's love? Will you be a carrier of the miracle? Will you be a carrier of the prayer 
that brings to someone to Jesus today. Amen. So today I want to encourage you. What is your current approach to witnessing? Are you being an effective witness? Do people see the joy of the Lord or do they see you depressed and stressed and wrapped up in, in the situations and circumstances, circumstances and situationships, right? And allowing that to define you, define your, what you see, define how you act. Or can they truly witness inside of you the joy, the peace, the love of God to go above and beyond your situation and speak life to the people around you? I want to encourage you today. Get on your Facebook. Get on your TikTok. Whatever it is. Whatever your social media outlet is. Get out into your community. And do something that causes people, like share an experience, share an insight. And if you do it on social media, hashtag witness. Share a testimony. The Bible says that people will know you. You will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. If you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling depressed and you feel like you haven't witnessed a miracle today, remember the, the miracles that God has done in the past and say, do it again, God. Do it again. If you did it for me, do it again. And share those with other people and hashtag witness. Because you've witnessed it before. Maybe you need to witness it again. So today, I'm going to ask you to ask the Lord to make you a witness. Ask the Lord to make you a witness. And then start expecting, walking in expectation. God, I want to be a witness. God, I want to see, I want to see miracles. I want to see resurrection. I want to be, see healing. I want to see, I want to see, I want to witness. Jesus, I want to witness. So if this somehow impacted you today, comment witness in the comments on this podcast. Be sure to share it with somebody because someone needs to know that God still sits on the throne and that they can be a witness to all of the good things that God is doing. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you all. Amen.